0: Man, I'm tired. We've been in these woods for hours. Yeah, me too. Let's take a break. What's that you're drinking?
1: Oh, it's a new energy drink called Beta. It's by the Dino Climbing Company. It's great for mental clarity, focus, and really good for extended energy without the jittery feeling. Here, try some.
0: Wow, this is really good. Where can I get some?
1: Just go to www.blogspot.com. TheDinoCompany.com They have two great flavors Bigfoot Berry and Pina Colada And don't forget to use code Bigfoot10 at checkout for 10% off and free delivery
0: Thanks, I will What was that?
1: I don't know, let's go find out Dino Beta To fuel every adventure
2: saw something run out in front of my headlights. I saw it running on all fours, so I kind of slammed on my brakes because I thought it was a uh, deer. When I looked back to my right, uh, I saw two eyes like looking back at me. It was like red and white. I was like, well, that's kind of weird. You know, kind of like time kind of froze. And then I um, was looking at it and it stood up.
0: You're listening to the Cryptid Creatures Podcast with Todd and Brian. If you've had an encounter and want to be on the show, email us at info at cryptidcreatures.co or visit our website at www.cryptidcreatures.net
1: This is the Cryptid Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me right over there is my co-host Todd. What's up, buddy? How you doing, my friend? Oh, man, couldn't be better
0: this is a good episode we got coming on tonight we got a closer encounter to us right up there in michigan again yeah right up the road so this gentleman saw a dog man i think we think that's what it was that's Uh, what he said what it sounds like it's going to be anyway so uh justin's coming on to tell us about his encounter up there
1: yeah so i can't wait to get him on here and find out for sure what it was
0: well let's do it then here we go right on let's get him Hey guys. Well, hey Justin, thanks for coming on and talking to us.
2: No problem. I kind of didn't know who else to turn to because when it when everything kind of happened, I was like, I went home, I did some research, and I was like, well, shit, that was possibly a dog man. And then I started looking up dog man, and you guys were the first ones that popped up, and I was like, kind of need someone to talk to about it because if I don't, I was, I felt like I was kind of going crazy. That's why we're
1: here. We're glad you found us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, Justin, you had this encounter in Michigan, correct?
2: Yeah. Um, Would it be June 3rd? June 4th, about like 1.30 in the morning.
1: Wow, so recent.
2: Or like two weeks later on the same, I do you know, Wednesday to Thursday night. Because um, I uh, work midnights right off of uh, Ann Arbor Road.
0: And is that where this encounter took place?
2: Yeah, actually, probably about a quarter mile down down the road, I was uh, dropped my co-worker off at home, and I was coming back my normal way, and uh, got past my work, and then down on the left, there's a um, concrete place on the left, and on both sides of the road, there's kind of like a three to four foot drainage ditch, and uh, I was coming through, and uh, saw something run out in front of my headlights, and it um, was like just outside the headlights, and I saw it running on all four. so I kind of slammed on my brakes because I thought it was a uh, deer, because deer are very normal in the area. Sorry. So when I slammed on my brakes, I uh, kind of like looked both ways to make sure nothing else was coming across. And when I looked back to my right, uh, I saw two eyes like looking back at me, kind of like cat eyes. Uh, it was like red and white kind of look. And I was like, "Well, that's kind of weird." And, you know, kind of like time kind of froze. And then I, um was like looking at it and it stood up and that's when I was like, yeah, that's not a deer. And then lo and behold, another deer was coming out of the the woods on the left and it got like halfway across the road. Saw whatever was standing there kind of did like the, Oh crap, like jumped on on all fours and then booked it running. And then the thing turned and ran after it. And then they both kind of hopped into the cornfield that was right past the drainage ditch just was like, i'm getting out of there <laughs> <laughs> and that's when i was like on my on my way home my brain was just running through it running through it running through it trying to figure out you know what i just saw and then this when i did my research
0: how close were you to this creature when
2: you were uh, seeing it let's say about 15 20 yards i couldn't really get like a good gl- very good look at it because in that area it's kind of like that farm dark where you can't see five feet out in front of your face when it gets when right. the sun comes down, mm-hmm. but it's darker than everything else around it, if that makes sense. So it's like, yeah, you, you had the darkness, and that was like just pitch black.
0: Can you describe any kind of features of this creature? How tall it was, how wide it was, did it have a tail, all that kind of stuff?
2: Um, I did see a tail, um, when it was like running across the road. Um, the tail, I would kind of give it more of like, like, um, like a golden, like a long haired golden retriever kind of tail. Um, for height wise, I would estimate probably about seven feet because the drainage ditch is about three to four feet. And this thing, when it stood up, I could see pretty much from like its belly button up, like shadow wise. Um, and it's fur around its shoulders kind of went over the shoulders kind of like a kind of like what you would what what remind me of like one of those uh, fur pelts that the Vikings would wear where it'd go over the shoulder and back down to the like sh- shoulder blades that was very thick and fluffy
0: did you notice what color this thing was
2: it had to be a dark color because it was darker than like everything else that was around it so I, I would prob- probably like a dark black
0: when it chased the deer, when it took off after the deer, did it run off on all fours?
2: Yeah. When it, when it turned, it kind of like turned both of its shoulders and then kind of like reached down with both hands and then kind of just took off, like throwing its, I I, I guess in a way, like throwing its back legs out and then catching forward to move forward.
0: Is that your normal route, uh, to and from
2: work? That is my normal route home from work. Uh, the only thing that was a little different was me and my friend or my coworker, we stayed late a little bit, just talking outside to wind down from, from the night before I took them home. So usually I go through that area about 1245, one o'clock, but this is like at like one thirty, one forty five. So it was only maybe an hour out of my, you know, difference.
0: How long have you been traveling those routes? How long have you worked where
2: you're, where you're at? How many years? I just passed my two year mark.
0: And nothing ever before then? nothing ever made you feel uneasy in that area or you never saw anything before or felt anything before?
2: No, not in, not entirely besides the deer and raccoons that you normally see in the area. Um, never felt uneasy. I mean, after, after the encounter, I definitely felt a little uneasy going back through the area for about, I don't want say for like the last, last week I've been fine. But like, other than that, it was like, Yep. I know speed limit's 45. Let's go 55. Let's get through here and get out (laughs) because it's on the (laughs) farm side of town. So usually there's no police that way. So it's just go.
1: (laughs) Right.
0: I wonder if this thing left any footprints. Did you ever think to look at that or you probably didn't want to get out of your vehicle? I'm sure.
2: Not that night. When I came back through the next, uh, the next afternoon, I did actually stop and take a look at the drainage ditch and I'm six feet tall. And when I stood down where, um, this thing was standing, it like came up, like, about like the here on me. So like, if I'm six feet tall, that's about three to four feet you know, three to four feet at that point, I'm like, yeah, that wasn't a deer. Like, that's what kind of solidified it for me. Like that wasn't a deer that, you know, I wasn't seeing things.
0: Did you notice like its head, its head was shaped like a wolf. That's what made you
2: think dog man. Uh, what what made me think the dog man was just the way that, it, that when it ran out in front of my headlights, it wasn't running, you know, like, um, you know, like how like a normal Thing would like a normal four or four-legged creature on it was running like a dog, and when the eyes were looking at me, I I could kind of see kind of like you know like a dog's head kind of goes kind of like this. It's not like you know perfectly round. It kind of goes up and it flattens on top. Mm-hmm. But I could see in the shadow, so I was like, that yeah, that would kind of be like a dog head, and then just kind of put the pieces together at that point.
0: The crazy thing is, is how close this happened to. You know, you're know, you not far away from Detroit, so to speak, I guess, where this happened. I'm looking on a map here. It's not that far away. You would think you'd be kind of way out in the wilderness there, but uh, these things don't seem to be
2: too shy, apparently. Obviously not. Uh, Dundee, I want to say, is maybe like a half hour, 45 minutes away from Detroit. It's like 25 yeah. minutes from Toledo. Right down the road from Ann Arbor. Yeah, actually, a couple, couple exits up. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, people talk about dire wolves these days or seeing dire wolves, which are just overgrown, massive wolves. Um, but the thing with, with your encounter is I don't know that there are any wolves in the lower part of Michigan at all. And second, it'd have to be a dire wolf. And third, it'd have to be able to stand up on its hind legs for a while, a normal stance. And I don't think wolves do that unless yeah, you lean leaning okay. against a tree. So, uh, yeah, sounds definitely <laughs> like you saw something uh, Dogman or Dogman-related. Yeah. And then Absolutely.
2: two weeks later, it was like, um, still staying going into Thursday morning. Um, I had, I had another encounter, but it wasn't with the same one. Cause this one was definitely a lot smaller. Okay. Same road. I was going down and there was a, um, I was driving down and I saw like the same kind of two red eyes looking up from like the center of the road. So I slowed down cause you know, possums, and raccoons are in the area. And there was like this just little black dog with long black hair, like sitting in the road. And so I honked my horn at it. It turned, looked at me and then ran over to the side of the road. And I'm like, Oh, someone's dog got loose. And then when it got over to the edge of the brushes, it stood up on off like on its hind legs and started like pushing its way through the thicket. And I'm like, I did not see it twice.
0: (laughs) Yeah, dogs don't do that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, they don't. (laughs) How how big was this one? How tall do you
0: think this one was?
2: This one, it wasn't bigger than the bushes next to it. It was maybe only four feet. This this, this one was small. Right before you'd get on the freeway on uh, Ann Arbor Road. So uh, on the right there, there's houses. And then right before, it's like a small little patch of forest it's not really big it's like kind of like an alcove cut out for far for mm-hmm. the farm lights mm-hmm. and so when i when i saw that happen i was like okay that i was like that just kind of solidified the previous encounter for me kind of made you
0: know what you saw
2: yeah, ex- yeah. Ex- exactly and that yeah. one i did get a better look at because it was actually in my headlights. It had, like, long black hair, but it was very... It was light, but also very heavy, if that makes sense. Like, it it bounced, but the hair was so heavy that when it stood up, the way that I can describe it, it's kind of like the uh, tassels on, like, the jackets from the 70s. So, like, no matter where you're moving, the tassels are always pointing down. That's kind of what its hair was, and when it stood up, it was, like, white underneath. I don't know if it was hairless, but it was white underneath, but the outside was black and very, very heavy, thick hair. And that one definitely looked more, not more dog-like, but it definitely, I could get a better feel of that one. That one had kind of like a like a German Shepherd-style hen. Air once again went over the shoulders, but when it stood up, it was, it looked almost completely bare on the underside, like even on the forearms and like the underside of the creature. I, I've listened to a few other episodes of the dog man and they like describe them almost like not raccoon hands, but not human hands. Kind of like the in between that would be the best description. Like the finger It wasn't finger, a paw. Right. It wasn't a paw. The, the fingers were more human-like or like raccoon-like, but it had a thumb like a human would. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to explain without actually looking at oh, it. I mean, I, I get what you're
0: saying. No, we, well, we know what raccoon <laughs> hand looks like. Yeah. So. I'm getting creeped out just thinking about it, actually. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you said this thing was two weeks after the first incident you saw the second one?
2: Yeah, it was two weeks after, because um, I don't know which one I talked to on Facebook, but I when I messaged you guys, that was kind of like at the point where I'm like, I need to talk to somebody about it. So at least someone who doesn't think I'm going crazy. After after I talked to you guys on, on Facebook, I felt a little easier with it, like knowing that I was going to talk to somebody. So I actually told my mom about about what happened and she kind of i was um she kind of just listened to me and was like was like well i believe you saw what you saw she's like i'm not going to deny it and she's like if you if you saw it i believe you which is great and she's like the only thing i would say is when you go home at night try recording it from your um phone when you have it in your in your like stand that i use for charging when i'm driving and so Um, the first night I didn't do that, and that's when I had the encounter. And I'm like, I should have been recording. (laughs) So I've been doing it ever since, and I really haven't seen anything else since then. And that was, I think, the 16th or the 17th of June.
1: I should get one those dash cams and just keep it on.
2: Yeah, 24
1: seven. Yeah, Yeah. well, you know, when you're driving that area, just put the dash cam on. That way, you don't have to worry about messing with your phone and. Wrapping yourself around a tree or something,
0: right? Or if you could sneak somewhere and put a a game camera up somewhere a on the trail around yeah. that area.
2: Uh, I even wanted to like the first night it happened. I'm like, do I call the police? Like, who do I call? Like, should I warn somebody? So I was like, that's not natural. But I'm like, but if I call the police, they'll probably think I'm crazy and just like push me off as a prank call, you know?
1: Well, we know on that side of the state. On your side of the state, just a little farther north, has been more Dog Man sightings. So we know. Was there? Yeah. So we we believe you.
2: Is there like like a BFRO for Dog Man?
1: (laughs) Uh, I don't
2: question so not
1: yet, but maybe we should start that.
2: Yeah. Second encounter, I had one of my coworkers. uh, Out of nowhere, he's like, "Hey, man, did you hear there was a Bigfoot sighting in Celine?" And I was like what so i checked the brfo and there was nothing on there and then he uh, brought in the news article that was from the uh his news his his newspaper that morning and i'm like well that's interesting and then not i was
1: yeah, uh, not everybody reports to the bfro
2: so. right. gotcha i i thought maybe they were like looking out for that stuff um mm-hmm. and so like i kind of talked i kind of talked to him talking. i'm like well do you believe in the like like Bigfoot and stuff like that he's like he's like well he's like I'm kind of agnostic to it he's like I don't believe it or I believe it but I don't believe it until I see it kind of like one of those things and so then I, I told know. him my, my, my encounter and then now he's like out there trying to find as much as he can about the one in Celine, so he can go out and look for it
1: <laughs> Celine, I'll have to look that one up
2: probably 15 minutes down the road from Dundee yeah, Michigan's
0: got all kinds of stuff going on. Bigfoot sightings, dogman sightings are very popular in Michigan more than anywhere, I believe, and that's kind of where it all started. Where these things came from, I have no idea. Did they migrate down from Canada? Did they who knows how they got here or what the hell they are. Uh you're obviously terrified, I guess when you saw this thing, I'm probably guessing.
2: Oh, well, I wouldn't say terrified. It was more it was more like that scared but blank feeling if that makes sense like you your brain doesn't know how to react to it because it's never seen anything like that before so after the first encounter i went through like two weeks i don't want to say like existential dread but it was more like my brain logically could not wrap wrap around it so it was kind of like my brain was constantly like what was that what is it i have to figure it out you know you know and it's hard to explain it's it's almost like when you're stuck on a really hard puzzle and you're trying to figure it out trying to figure it out then your brain just kind of gives up and then keeps coming back to it randomly and you're like just stop
1: (laughs) yeah a lot of people don't don't realize how woodsy michigan is when 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 you say dog man or bigfoot they don't automatically think of michigan as that place but
2: yeah. A lot of people, when they think of Michigan, they just think of Detroit and... Right. Exactly. That. And then you go, you know, an hour out of Detroit and it's all farmland. You go, you know, 10 minutes past that and you're in downtown, you know, like a, like a downtown city. It's mm-hmm. kind of like second abrupt stop.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's very, I mean, the cities are spread out a yeah. pretty good distance. And in between there is farmland and woods and just wilderness, you know? So... Oh yeah, not not surprising to us that that Bigfoot and Dogman and whatever else is still living up there. Yeah.
0: And Justin, for your sanctity, you know, if you saw what you saw, then that's what you saw. I mean, I don't, I don't think you were probably driving all hammered and whatnot, and in a stupor if you're leaving work. You know, maybe you're ahead in that way, but you hadn't gotten there yet. And this world is not what people are taught and brought up to believe. Really, what it is. Um we've been cultured into a certain way of life here in America and this is how life is and these things don't exist these don't exist but they do people are seeing them and reporting them and they're not lying and and you're not either i believe you and uh yeah there's there's a lot of weird stuff going on up there in Michigan i did you believe in in dogman or bigfoot before any of this happened
2: um so growing up i liked watching like destination truth monster monster quest stuff like that. So like I liked learning about it, but I never really thought it would be real. If that makes sense. Like I was kind of like, kind of like, I, I just liked learning about them. So like, I never gave it any second thought if it was going to be real or not. And then after my encounter, definitely know it's real, <laughs> you know, and yeah. after listening to a few of your episodes, um, how you guys say, you know, not everybody can, can be lying. If one of them is telling the truth, then it validates everything. Right. right. And that kind of was like, I agree with that logic. So, you know, and after like, two, after that, it's like, yeah, they're, they're real. I don't know, you know, if everybody would believe it cause you know, you're still going to get those people who think that you well, I'm not going to believe it until I have a body, but when are we going to get the body if, you know, no one's actually actively looking for them in in a way? I know a lot of people look for, go out for Sasquatch and stuff, but I don't think many people are going there. I'm going to, I'm going to go find myself a dog man today.
0: There's actually a lot of organizations in Michigan uh, that hunt for dog man. I don't say to kill it. They they do uh, like the Bigfoot organizations that go out and, you know, explore. There's a lot of dog man Groups we've kind of ran into doing this that, uh, yeah, they go Mm on, they hunt for those creatures. Yeah. Wow.
2: I'll have to look into those. Mm -hmm.
1: But we've said many times on the show, we've said that, you know, people's, most people don't want to
2: know, you know, if
1: there's something else out there besides us.
2: Right. I I think if the public was to actually, like if this came out publicly and everybody would find out, I think it would probably cause Pat like mass pandemonium, because no one would you know if everybody's on that feeling I was trying to describe earlier where it's like your br- brain can't logically think think around it you're going to get mom mentality and then it's just going to be well let's just burn down all the forest then and they have nowhere to hide <laughs> you know and then just you know creatures from there
0: do you think what you saw was a natural flesh and blood creature was there was there any paranormal side to it do you think at all or
2: ah uh, I would say it's a natural, like, flesh and blood creature. Um, I didn't feel anything, like, supernatural with it. Um, But I think for people who haven't witnessed it or haven't been around it, I think they would kind of feel it's more on the paranormal side because it doesn't meet the standards of nature. You know, like, it's kind of illogical to think that, you know, a dog can walk on two feet and be that large.
0: You know, I know you said you were kind of frustrated. Just know that we believe you and we know you saw something. Absolutely. People are seeing these things. And when it comes to people out there who don't believe, there's a lot of people that believe things in this world they've never seen. And for them to judge people who've seen, claim to seen something and talk about it sincerely, and we hear the same things over and over and over, the descriptions are the same, the, the same kind of look. It's like these people would have had to got together and form this, made this thing up to talk together to know, uh, you know, exactly how to describe this thing. And when when you're talking thousands and thousands of people, there's no way. There's no way. Mm -hmm. These things are out there. I don't know how they got there. Uh, You were lucky or unlucky enough to see two of them. I think I'd like to be in a car if I do see one.
1: Uh, Yeah, so I can get away. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely.
2: I'd hit it. Hit a damn thing. Yeah, dude, definitely when I was doing my research, I actually found like a subreddit for Dogman, And I was like reading through some other people's encounters. And the one that kind of like stood out to me was one happened up, uh, in Northern Michigan where the lady, it actually like attacked her car and like almost ripped the door off her car. And I was like, yeah, I'm definitely glad I got out how I did, you know, just kind of just coasted on by and left. <laughs>
0: Were you talking about seeing a juvenile one, so to speak, that kind of makes me think about things. I always wondered if these things were made by the government or (laughs) dropped here by aliens or how they got on here, or they just a normal flesh and blood? It sounds like they're recreating and growing and having little ones running around too.
2: Yeah, that was kind of my, my thought process too. When I saw the second one, I'm like, that one definitely was smaller than the other one. So I was like, maybe... I was like, maybe that, that was a juvenile or a young, you know, a young one, but it was, um, the second one, um, it was actually in the middle of the road eating roadkill. Okay. That, that middle of the road. Hmm. So I don't know if it hunted, I don't know if it hunted that, that, that roadkill, or if someone hit it with their car. Cause at that part of the night, it's, you're lucky to see like 10 cars go by.
0: Have you ever heard of the beast of Bray road?
2: I've heard about it, but I haven't done any like research or like look into the the encounters there.
0: Yeah, basically, a lady was driving on a dark road in Wisconsin, Bray Road on Wisconsin in Wisconsin, late at night, and did the same kind of thing. Came up on a creature hunched in the middle of the road, eating a roadkill, and it looked at her, and then stood up, and she saw a dog man, and it took off.
2: Wow. That is eerily scary. It's very similar.
0: Yep. Yeah. I've seen another story where a guy was talking about, he worked for, I think he worked for the road, highway, whatever. And his, his duty was to go pick up dead animals. And he and he went late at night to pick up a deer carcass and he put it in the back of his truck. And as he was getting in his truck, he heard some commotion and the truck was shaking. And he looked back in his rear view mirror and there was a dog man stealing his, his deer carcass out of the back of his truck. I mean, I'm getting chills just thinking about it right now. I just can't believe there's something like that out there running around, but there is, you know? Right. It's real, you think as a kid, you know, you see the werewolf movies and you're like, Oh, that's imaginary, but I know it's really not real, but they, they seem to be real.
1: Yeah. More and more, more and more every time, every year.
2: Makes me, makes me kind of wonder if, you know, Hollywood's kind of in on it then going, yeah, we know it's real. Here's, you know, here's the stories. And then, you know, we all kind of get desensitized to it. You know, right? Just thinking, oh, well, it's you it's
1: know, these all—all legends or and, and stories are based on some kind of reality. You know, so.
0: right? Yeah, I believe that too. I believe that they are. I don't think these things were just pulled out of imagination because we're seeing yeah. them nowadays. You know,
2: right? But, and it, and it's not even just us. You can go back to like Native Americans, and you know, you you had the tribes all across North America, Mexico, and stuff like that where they all have similar stories and back then it's not like we had mail or you know telephones so right. you're talking to the tribe in Canada, you know, was communicating with the tribe in Mexico and they all have similar stories like especially with like the sasquatches and bigfoots you know they all had very similar stories yet they never communicated with each other
0: yep i mean it could just be a thing of you know population When we discovered America, whoever discovered America, and we came over here and we slowly populated, maybe it's taken this long, you know, a few hundred years to uh, populate enough to start getting into these creatures' territories a little bit, or they're coming into our territories a little bit, uh, and that's that's what the timing thing's all about. You know, maybe say, well, I didn't hear about this 20 years ago. Well, maybe you didn't, but maybe now it's just getting to the point where both populations are growing and they're kind of, you know, running into each other, so to speak you still take that route then?
2: Yeah. I Take the same route every night. Cause that's the only way to hop on the freeway there to go up. Um, I just drive with my bright sun just a little faster.
1: <laughs> I would get one of those dash cams and uh, just keep
0: it in your car. Keep it on. Is it light out when you go to work? Just when
2: I go to work? Uh, yeah.
0: Would, would you do us a favor and take a little picture, stop and take a picture of that area where you saw that thing? And, uh, we can put it on our yeah. page when we when we release this episode so so our listeners can see where at this occurred. Not not yeah. giving the location yeah, out exactly, sure. but just just a picture of the of the area you saw it in. That'd be cool. If you don't mind.
2: Definitely. I'll I'll take a picture when I go back Tuesday. We got fourth okay. of July. So. Sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so do we. If you're okay slowing down at that area. If you're not, I totally understand. I don't blame you there one bit, but
2: do you want it during the day or do you want it at night? <laughs> oh, during the, during the day. Do so, you know, be safe. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. They're probably not running around. I would think during the day anyway. So that way you don't have to deal with it coming home.
2: Probably not. And I like, um, I think the reason why they come out at night is like, I was describing with the second one, how the fur is. It's so dark that it blended in with the, like the, the nighttime darkness it wasn't until the lights actually, my headlights actually hit it that I could actually see it. So, you know, you got those uh, stories, stories where you hear the people say like, well, it went past the light and I couldn't see it anymore. Like it was just gone. I yeah. think maybe their hair just kind of naturally mixes with the darkness and they just kind of It'd blend be... mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, we appreciate you talking to us today about the the encounter you had. It sounds pretty yeah, scary to it. me. And it's cool that you saw two of them.
2: Yeah, thank you. I mean, thank you guys for giving me the time to come talk to you guys cuz like I said, I didn't know kind of who else to turn to that would openly talk talk about it, not just either, either think I'm crazy or just think no, you're stupid, like you didn't see anything. No.
0: we not believe at all. you. Yeah, not at all. We we really do believe you. Um your disparity, you know, when you first contacted us, I could tell that you were confused. You were legit. Yeah. You know,
2: that's yeah, what that's the that's hell true. did
0: I see? I, oh my god, that's not in my my brain area to to exist, so we get it, we get it. Yep. hopefully we can help you feel a little bit better about it, talking to you today, and just know that they're out there um and the world isn't what people think it is, you know it right. really isn't right, <laughs> so trust your instincts, you know what you saw, uh, and yep. it is what it is unfortunately, and that
1: and yeah. be safe on your drive home from work
0: yeah
2: thank you i I told um, um the day after it happened, I was telling the, my coworker who I drive home and he's like, man, that's crazy. And that's all he like left it at. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, thanks, you know, thanks for the encouragement, you know?
1: Yeah, right. Well, that's how a lot of people are going to are going <laughs> to respond to that because they don't know how to, what to say. You know,
0: a lot of people think we're crazy for doing this and think we're believing in Bigfoot <laughs> and all these creatures. But when finally Bigfoot is known to mankind. I hope that happens someday. I'm gonna look at everybody and just laugh. Told you. You know. Told you. Uh, he, people have closed minds and don't want to accept that the world right. is not what they think it is. So
2: I actually really appreciate what you guys are doing because just me talking to you guys about it makes me feel better about it. So it's almost like a form of therapy. So you guys are helping a lot of people
1: yeah, yeah. by doing that's this. Yeah, that's why we're doing it. Thanks man. We appreciate that.
0: Yeah, and if any time you want to get a hold of us and you're feeling weird about it and want to reassure yourself, get a hold of us. We'll talk. We'll, we'll chat with you. Yeah,
1: heck yeah, we'll talk with you.
0: Yeah, we don't just do these on the phone or record these necessarily for this. We we speak to people on the phone. We talk to them uh, just to help them out or, or see what's going on. Not everybody wants to come on and, and do the show you know, that we talk to, but we feel like we try to help them out a little bit and, yeah. and understand what's going on, hopefully, with them. So. Thank you. All right, man. Will you have a good day and uh, take care? And if you see anything or want to get in a hold of us, reach out to us.
2: You too. I will definitely get that yeah. picture. Awesome. Show that and show you guys how deep that drainage ditch is. <laughs> yeah, good, I don't see
0: that. Can't wait to yeah. see it. All right, bud. You take All right, care. Justin, then. Thanks. Not one, but two dog men within a couple weeks. Yeah. Like a month ago. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, not not that long ago yeah that is crazy right. and right up the road we uh we definitely got to get up there and check it out
0: we're getting a lot of these dogman encounters popping up uh more and more so yes we are I what that's all about
1: well they did just run that large hadron collider to for the other day the what that large hadron collider it's a particle accelerator the, the, the world's largest particle accelerator oh, okay Oh man, let's well, let's that's let's it, know man. Know that.
0: Duh. What do you is going to happen? Dogmen everywhere.
1: Damn right. Yep, they're opening portals.
0: There you go. That explains it all. We figured yeah, it out. Craziness. We can stop. Yeah, now. It we out.
1: definitely got to get up there. And, yeah, uh, for and sure. Take a look around up there. But for sure. We, I joke about the particle accelerator. No, I don't.
0: you never know. Hey, you don't. You don't know. You really don't know anything, do you? I mean, that's right. Oh, who knows? Mm-hmm. All these weird things popping up. And anyway, we
1: could be you, living in a simulation. We don't know
0: nonetheless a a good encounter uh talking to justin and what he saw yeah yeah that was fun especially with the juvenile one that's that's interesting too yeah
1: that's that was interesting
0: when he said it started parting the the bushes with his hands it kind of really got got me
1: yeah dogs don't do that no they don't do that
0: all right man we'll get out of here then right on until next time
1: see ya